welcome, guys. God, it's good to see you both. Honestly, I was just catching a vibe off that intro song. It's been that long, I forgot what that song was. I just yeah. thought it was, oh, this is kind of good. Like Who's K this? Beats. Yeah. Shout outs. Hey, he was everyone. on my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> was he? Yeah. <laughs> Number four. He's done well. Done well from yeah, Shout out BC. It's all it's probably all from this podcast. Just pushing that one track. Track of Well, hi everyone. You probably have forgotten who we are. It's been about two months. So maybe we introduce ourselves. I'm Oliver. One third of the show Mates and Takes. I'm Cam, one third of the BTS and also Blackpink. You're a bit of a K-pop man. Big time, bro. They were number one and two on my Spotify wrapped. Noyan's like real big into Blackpink. Shout out. Of course he is. <laughs> What's that word? Starts with F? Homosexual slur? <laughs> uh, I, can't, I won't say it. But Fuck boy. Yeah. And who are you? Uh, Liam Dunn. And you're one third of what? Wait, some religious shit? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like Father, Son, Holy Spirit or something? <laughs> yeah, you're the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'm good, bro. All right, I'm all good. Welcome, everyone. Uh, it's been a minute, obviously. Well, actually, we're filming this the first day of the traffic light system. We're into orange. And I'm... I'm for one am very excited. So is this so something like ice block rollout or some shit? What is this? It's like kissing goodbye to alert level two and those regulations such as wearing a mask, wearing two pairs of underpants, kissing uh, like kissing a good friend. You can still do that. What were you saying? Yeah, masks sucked. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. The the undies thing. Yeah, wearing your regular pair of undies and then like regulation speedos over the top. For so annoying. Protection. Because of level two. Level two. <laughs> Is that not right? Contracting uh, COVID of the penis or? Well, that's how you got it. No, no, no. You nah. didn't fuck a bat. <laughs> Yo, what are we doing this? What are we doing this weekend? <laughs> well, well, I, I'm glad you said fuck a bat because this week's episode. Um, is on animals, the best animals of all time. If you're brand new to the show, essentially each week we bring our own takes in the form of picks on any given topic. Uh, we usually do a top three, don't we, guys? Yeah, typically the best, sometimes the worst. And the show is essentially us talking about our picks, arguing amongst ourselves, having a bit of a laugh, having a good time. Just three guys talking. It's just like three guys talking. Yeah. Um, so welcome in to the Rusty Comeback. Rusty Dusty. That yeah. sounds like a sex position. <laughs> uh, we have Steen in with us, who is uh, producing the show today, and uh, he will be the judge at the end. I think we have like a few little prizes, which is a, a first for our show. So we have a Nexus-branded coffee cup. Show that to the, show that to the beautiful the folks at home. home. Yeah. It's really cool. Bless up. And I think there's a chocolate bar in there. And uh, we might be playing for a T-shirt next week. So, you know, there's real stakes on the line this time. So, obviously, Stan, you're looking actually really good. Your skin's glowing. Um, facial hair is actually, like, it's coming through pretty good. So, it's good to have you, man, um, just to give some unbiased commentary and judging. 
Yeah, esophagus is looking acid-free, which is nice, as per. It's about time, you know? That's what you'd want. Yeah, man's medicinal. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, yes, we will be playing Fresh Shirt <laughs> next week. Oliver's very interested. Uh, however, today we'll be going with a little bit of a smaller gift. Yeah, you got to walk before you can run. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it. Mm. Uh, I win the coffee cup. And then I win the t-shirt and then I spill, spill the coffee, the yeah. coffee on my Because t-shirt. this guy's been drinking shit out of his hands and he has one shirt. Mm. <laughs> so he needs these <laughs> prizes. He's down bad. Kick us off, man. You want me to start? <coughs> yeah. So I'm excited. So some episodes we will like kind of come into a huddle. Like if you've ever seen like a rugby match, it's like a scrum or a mall. And we will discuss essentially... <laughs> An analogy given by a man who's seen very few rugby matches. <laughs> An analogy given by a guy who was captain of the year eight Marist under 45 kg team that, wow. I don't know, bet old boys in the final and won the whole thing. Wow. Got awarded. What position were you? Lock. Is this Ripper Rugby? No, full contact. <laughs> what was that? What, com- what uh, championship was that? Under, under 45. Under no, 45. no, what's the thing, the whole thing called? Bowers no, no, or that, that was like Gwyn Shield and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, Gwyn Shield. But that was, that was different. Yeah. Wow, I take it back. You clearly know what you're talking about. Please continue. Thanks. Usually we'll get into a ruck and or more <laughs> and we'll discuss certain criteria that we might have for the week. Um, whereas this week, we just threw out the blanket statement of bring your three best animals and the criteria part was kind of up to us individuals to go away with. So it's possible that I have, com- well, it's not only possible, it's probable I have completely different criteria from these guys. Um Okay, I'll start. I have, I don't have an ordering to my uh, animals. Like I don't have like a third, second, first. Um, I just have them split into three different categories. My first category is companion category, and it is the pony. My little pony, how are you? I thought this guy would like it. As a callback to an earlier episode, people. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to every episode (laughs) (laughs) until you find the reference that I'm talking about. So for each of my animals, I have four stats that I base the animal's popularity off of. And I was like, I mean, it's harsh because it's just coming from like what humans deem as popular. But unfortunately, I'm a human, so I'm giving it each animal a popularity rating. Um, the first one is kids' toys. Uh, so pony does quite well. Um, I've given it an A, grade A, because of my little pony. And a lot of stuffed toys, you will get uh, pony stuffed toys. So there's quite a lot out there. Ponies are a hot product if you're a kid. Then my next category is teenagers' shirts. Uh, it's a it's a C grade, not that great, pretty uncommon. Maybe like um, someone who hasn't let go of My Little Pony still wears shirts as a teenager. My next category for popularity, adults' tattoos. <laughs> Uh, it's a D. It's very uncommon. And the fourth category for popularity is logos, which is a C. I mean, you got My Little Pony, and that's about it. My next category uh, for, for the pony is called the Jungle CV. So it's like, how well would this animal stack up if it had to fight any other animal out there? So I kind of listed, like, how many I could find that probably kill it 1v1 everything a lot (laughs) so i found 13 
which were n- like decent predators for horses, but we'll double that for a pony, I think, because it's like not quite the same physical stats. Yeah, do ponies even exist in the wild? Are they? Are they? Aren't they like selectively bred? Yeah, could be, man. Yeah. Could be mini horse, mini horse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're looking at wolves, mountain lions, things that can take down a pony. Bobcats. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, intelligence. I've got here more intelligent than regular sized horses. Uh, yeah. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> Selective breeding, perhaps. <laughs> so you you've obviously seen a pony and gone. Yeah, I think <laughs> that motherfucker's smart. Uh, I've obviously done a lot of research into ponies, my guy. Could you give me an example of why they're so smart or how they're smart? They're just generally seen as like they're quite cunning. Um, like how? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you could just say anything's quite cunning. Give me an example of a pony being cunning. Oh, I just like I pulled this up from research. Frauds on taxes, or so I've just pulled stats, right? But I don't necessarily have references. Have you guys seen that new Netflix Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, the bro out in uh, ranching? Yeah. Straight up, just beats the shit out of a horse in one part when he just gets angry. Is it good? Um, yeah, kind of sad. I don't really like shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess ponies are turned into glue less than horses, which must be kind of smart, you know? Like that's a yeah, main that's sad. Of a and horse. like dog food, horses just get yeah. minced for that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but ponies, not as often. So yeah. they must be pretty smart to be like not putting their hand up for that yeah. line of work. <laughs> yeah, not signing up for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not agreeing to that. <laughs> they check the terms and conditions. Yeah, at their job. Their personality is a bit of a mixed bag. They're stoic, cunning, and friendly. Like you. You doubled up on the cunnings, bro. I'm not having it. <laughs> oh, I was just talking about cunning before, you know. Just Comedy <laughs> and comes in threes. Special features. They have a stocky body, dense bones. Still and like you. well-sprung ribs. Still like you. Which, if you're going to ask me what that means, <laughs> you're obviously not a horse guy like me. <laughs> okay. So that's my pony. That's my uh, companion category uh, animal that I would like to Yeah, do. your little pony. <laughs> so what? <laughs> no, just a little. That's so uh, just to clarify with the first component of your marking schedule with the A's and the C's and the A's and the D's and whatnot, have you done that for everyone else or have you just awarded the pony like likelihood of preparing on a kid's T-shirt and stuff? I have the exact same categories. Across the, the board. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's a weird thing to have when they score so poorly. In yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have a C and a D for two of the four things. The idea was to find something that um, – has a high uh, like a very good chance of an animal showing up on it so it's like kids toys there's a lots of animals that feature in kids toys teenagers t-shirts you got a lot of graphic tees got a lot of like like for example um liam dunn has an uh, you know a monkey on his t-shirt so stuff like that adults tattoos you know like um i should have just said tattoos but i was trying to break it down into mm. age age groups i guess mm. And then logos that are used like by companies, sports teams, all sorts of stuff like that. I think if you were a sports team and you had the pony as your logo, that wouldn't really inst- like you know most of, you know the grizzly bears or like the raptors or the bulls, and it's like the ponies. It's not really very terrifying or intimidating, is it? Yeah, I mean, it just depends how you like what dimensions. As long as you got the correct dimensions on like the Broncos logo, then you're fine. <laughs> if you slightly shrink it a bit, <laughs> it look, looks kind of chubby, then you could be in some trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess the pony is a a unique selection. 
I I've never associated a pony with cunning before. That's that's where I kind of draw. Like, you know, there's a lot of animals that have these sort of what are they, almost like anthropomorphic traits. You know, like the hair, or the rabbit in the hair, or the tortoise in the hair, and all that sort of shit. And like Aesop's Fables. And there's obviously the snake is very cunning. But if you replace yeah. the snake in the garden of Eden with a pony. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I'd struggle to get by. And it to be just honest. it just goes to show how real life, you know, um, is actually a lot more interesting and will surprise you. But mm. you know, you can't just rely on the cartoons. Yeah, do you reckon you could fight a pony? <sighs> you personally? Yeah. Uh. uh n- n- no. What are you talking about? No. As in, I would have to kill it. No, just like beat it. You know, fight it. No, it submits. Like in an enclosed. Space or like a ranch? A, a pony is smaller than a horse, but it's still not small. Are they slow? I presume they're pretty slow. Like I would assume they're a trotter or a canter. Yeah, they can. I think. Yeah, they. Also, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Do you think you could beat a pony in a fight? Uh, maybe. Probably make use <laughs> of my environment. <laughs> well, be careful because they're quite cunning. Yeah. So <laughs> they will too. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Very good. Um. Is that all you have about the pony? Yeah, that's everything. Literally everything I have on. Well, honestly, room. more than I thought you could even draw out of a pony. <laughs> the, <laughs> the most anyone has talked about a pony. Why are you surprised? So much information of a pony when this dude talked about My Little Pony for like probably forty-five minutes. You know. Yeah, interesting that you bring that up because you ranked it as an A for child's toys. But if we go back to that episode, My Little Pony came third out of all of ours for merchandise sold. Mm. That was, but you know. But admittedly, um, was it's it just cartoons. Naruto? And yeah, but they're toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's not animal. Yeah, toys. but we're talking about what, what, what is A the best for you? Yeah. Oh, not for me. S tier is the best. A plus would be the best. But would you say is the best? Yes, S tier. Oh. You familiar with that, eh, Oliver? From the YouTube ranking things. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Cool. Oh, all right. What have you got? Um, I got the alligator. Right off the rip. Salt water? Yeah. Well, they're actually freshwater, I think. Okay. Crocodiles are salt water. Crocodiles and freshwater, are saltwater. Alligators are just yeah. freshwater. There is um 1.25 million uh, alligators in Florida. Oh, yeah. I've heard about <laughs> it. They're like, it's <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. And there's a thousand crocodiles in Florida as well. And it's the only um, area in the entire world where those two things cohabitate. Um. Habitate? Where they both live? I don't fucking know. Coexist. Coexist, thank you. Um, I think they're like the epitome of the apex predator. They've been around for anywhere between 84 million to 200 million, depending on how like specific in terms of the species you go back. They are one of the closest related to the dinosaur in terms of reptiles, which, I mean, so you kind of had a ranking system and stuff. I kind of just thought, what's facts that make me do like a, hmm, any of that? I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So that was just kind of my criteria. And the more that it got on that, the more I'd sort of go, all right, cool, I'll just cherry pick those and bring them out, sort of like the the highlights of the cool fun facts about these aminals. Um, the sex of the alligator when it's like in the egg is determined by the temperature of its environment, which I thought was bizarre. So if it's So it can it's just like genderless and then it'll can go either way. Yeah, depending on how long it's in the microwave for, I guess. But yeah, so like if it's cool, then it will be a female. And if it's warm, then it'll be a male. Which I was trying to figure out, like, does that just mean that specific locations in the world, there's just an intensely disproportionate number of either sex? That just means girls are cool. (laughs) I guess it would, right? 
I don't know. I, I couldn't figure it out. Like it might be like time of year and stuff. Um, well, you're, also, the, you're the alligator guy, bro. So. Also, um, this was, I actually remember coming across this in I think the first lockdown. So in the first lockdown was kind of when vaccines were at their top conversation topic, right? Like it was at the absolute sort of nexus um, of the conversation. Um, there was a South, a South American study that used alligator blood as a COVID fighter sort of thing, like as a, as a vaccine solution. And the reason they did that is because alligator blood, so alligators like um, have heaps of cuts and scratches and shit all over their body. And yet, and they live in bacteria infested waters and yet they never get sick. And so the reason for that is their blood is like extremely um, complicated and it's HIV um, resistant. It can be used as like an antibody for HIVs. What? It can be used and it was actually like promising results for the COVID vaccine was like alligator blood. But I mean, considering the first time we got this whole disease was from another animal, I think there's going to be a bit of pushback yeah. from like... you definitely going to have like a, a disaster movie of people like turning into like lizard <laughs> monsters if you do that. Just do kill a croc left, right and center. Yeah. Um, and I also remember earlier this year there was a... For those that don't know, I have a master's in like strength and conditioning and stuff, and so constantly oh looking God, for this guy. Anyway, recovery, right? So, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> there was a study that came out in I think South America again because they clearly fuck with alligators, um, and they used it as a form of recovery, and it had extremely pro so alligator blood, like directly ingesting alligator blood as an antioxidant and it had like more promising results than blueberries and your traditional forms of recovery oh. post-exercise so that was only one study and like i'm not saying to everyone please don't go and get your hands on some alligator blood this is not a joe rogan podcast mm. <laughs> new flavor of powerade but <laughs> uh i thought that was bizarre like just imagine i don't know man the possibilities on that alligator blood level. red can you imagine how annoying that'd be as an alligator to like to find out? Like you're like, wait, what? My blood's like really good for like other animals, and also <sighs> like it just piss you off. You're like, oh yeah, you, you, what are you? Yeah, you're coming to get more blood. Okay. I also <laughs> suck getting turned into shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, if we want to talk about logos, we got Lacoste, I guess. And uh, I'm sure there's a sports that's a team called the Gators. That's a prestigious brand. Pretty high up there. It's uh, that's top tier for you know frat boy polos. That oh get, yeah, you know the collars. Typically, popped. the polo Ralph Lauren has the uh, bigger pony on it as well. So you know, in terms of you want to talk about frat boy collar popping. Um, also, the alligator's brain you is eight. Be on a polo. <laughs> the alligator's um, brain is eight grams. It's half a tablespoon, and like. I mean, obviously that's tiny. It's eleven feet large. Like reptiles are pretty fucking stupid. But the alligator is again disproportionately intelligent comparative to its um to the size and density of its brain. And it's been demonstrated by like their ability to uh systematically escape enclosures. So you could just put one which is fucking terrifying. Imagine like an alligator just figuring out like, oh yeah, all I gotta do is just do 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 do, do and climb up this and go down this. They can climb trees. Uh, they're so scary. They go through three thousand teeth in their lifetime just from chewing shit. Not alligators, but crocodiles in Australia. You're not allowed to paint the bottom of your pool black because the crocodiles will slip into your pool for like the warmth. 
So you have to paint your pool color like a something light so you can see them in there. Fuck that. My flatmate has a phobia of um, sharks being in a swimming pool. And so he won't enter a pool if he can't see the bottom. So, I mean, hey, man, he's clearly got some sort of precedent now. Yeah, there's a, I know a chick like that, except it's whales in the pool. I totally understand. Does she understand how big whales are? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Also, don't understand the concept of a pool. (laughs) That's more. Yeah, because I just thought Sharknado, you know, like that can happen, sure, but I've never heard whale-nado. I totally get the, like the super irrational fear when I see those videos of like kayakers next to like a humpback whale that breaches the water. It makes me feel so uneasy to think of like an animal that big and Mm. you're just completely helpless next to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and the final thing around an alligator is they're what's considered a keystone species. So if you if an alligator were to go extinct, every single animal in its ecosystem would just be irrevocably damaged, like beyond repair, because it's just so important in terms of like all of the because it, it travels quite a bit, so it creates new habitats through its trails, like with the mud and shit, because it's, it's so fucking heavy, and um, then also just the amount of like eating that they do. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Alligator, the stain of the animal kingdom, uh, because if stain wasn't here, we wouldn't know how to record. He actually puts these headphones on for us. <laughs> he comes around and um, he actually comes to my house and dresses me. He's got one less job now because Oliver is only wearing one pair of undies. Yeah, that was that was trying. Because <laughs> the because sp- my actual undies, the first layer is just a size medium, but the speedos are an extra small. Can we actually give a shout out to a uh, uh, a massive vocal advocate for the speedo and the budgie smuggler who did a pretty excellent job over November of Movember mowed however many days in November I think it's thirty one thirty yeah why not he mowed thirty lawns across that raising money left right and center for cancer and he did it all in a pair of leopard print budgie smugglers I don't think he did that every day but he does should have okay I take all maybe, of it back fuck that guy. Maybe, <laughs> Is is Movember men's mental health? It might be. I'm not too sure. But yeah, the bro, Brooke Gibson, shout out, friend of the pod, did a crazy job. He was probably wearing the bungee smugglers underneath whatever he was wearing. Also leopard print uh, lawnmower. Yeah. For and the he, power it gives you. And yeah. he, he finished by, um he got to mow Mount Smart Stadium, which was Unreal. so funny. Yeah, very cool. Shout out, Brooke, man. He's Good actually stuff. got a podcast as well, so uh, through George FM. Shout out, Brookie G. Yeah. yeah. Check his pot out. God damn. Good work. Yeah, man. The alligator. It's a hell of an animal. Can't stop, won't stop. So that's your number three? That's my number trace, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. It only goes up from here as well. Like, if you thought that was strong, and it was, it only gets better. Yeah, I mean, we're talking... No ponies. Alligator blood. No ponies, bro. Liam done. Gents. So my number three is the snow leopard. Hmm. Like out of Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. Oh, Tai Lung. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Nail on the head, brother. Super villain. Yeah. Like that, that should just, that's an argument within itself. Like that (laughs) badass character. Um, But not like. Bro, how shit was Kung Fu Panda 3? Sorry, keep going. Nah, yeah, I fully agree. One and two, amazing. One, amazing. Two, losing steam. Three, shit. Okay. Um, I mean, just beautiful animals, very extremely elusive and mysterious. Like, 
people don't know very much about them and it's hard to track them because they live high up in the snowy mountains. Um, extremely acrobatic and have like high levels of agility. They can leap up to like 14 meters in one go. Cats are crazy like that. Eh? What? Just like up or that know, way? Like that oh, way. like bound. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they can so they can leap high. like uh, close to that. Like yeah. yeah, they're like jumping up ledges and they hunt their prey like on mountain ridges. So they're like on the side of a hill, like running. Just yeah, I mean beautiful animals, apex predators. Yeah, that's my whole argument. Pretty mysterious. Yeah. Only reason they're not high is because we don't know much about them, so it's harder to build an argument on them. What would happen if I drank their blood, like ingested it? I don't know, man. Try and catch one and find out. Their biggest weakness is the whooshy finger hold, which is actually <laughs> <laughs> if yourself, like, you can teach yourself. Skadoosh. <laughs> uh, how big do they get? Uh, they're like they're sort of like three meters long, and then their tails another what? like two meters. So they're like on par with like I guess wait maybe like two meters long, and then their tail is like the another tail. so like two meters. Leopards are a bit like skinnier than tigers, mm. eh? They're a bit smaller. Yeah, yeah. But more sort of like graceful. Well, tigers, yeah. Siberian tigers, like the biggest big cat there is, bigger than a lion. Yeah, way bigger. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, fucking yeah. holy shit! Yeah, big dogs, bro. Have you seen those mountain goats? Where they're just like they're posted up on the side and it's just straight up vertical. How the fuck? Those that's like what that's what they hunt. Yeah, right? snow leopards yeah. hunt. That's yeah. what I was picturing while yeah. you were yeah. like describing it. So they've got to like chase that shit. Yeah, they got to be better than that and try and not die while they're like running on the side of a cliff. So if I reckon thir- around twenty six animals could beat a pony on a one v one, how many do you think could beat? Like, what number are you thinking out there that could like be Like, land animals? Yeah, yeah, snow leopard. Like, is it less than 10? Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe 10, because you got to think, like, there's, like, rhinos, buffaloes. There's, like, big shit that doesn't hunt things, <laughs> but can just, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, and then there's, like, all the big cats above it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, like, I'd say it's, like, pretty close 1v1s with all, like, the cheetahs, the pumas, you know what I mean? Like, all of those ones, yeah. it'll go, like... But if it had a home game, it's on that steep oh, terrain. Yeah. There's no shot. Like a yeah. hippo's not getting yeah. up any that of shit. those animals. Moto Moto like, doesn't like you that much, you know. Yeah, all any of those animals will get like killed by the environment rather yeah. than. But yeah, environment. Yeah, <laughs> environment. Environment. Yeah, that was one of the things I was thinking. Was like, and I said this to Oliver like before the pod. Some of mine, if if we were talking about a death battle, they may not win. But if they lost, you would lose with it. And similarly, like the snow leopard, you might go and straight up murk one, but you're going to die of like frostbite and cold disease. <laughs> yeah, you guys I, know I guess cold it's disease, like, right? Whenever you're talking, like about, flu, yeah. whenever you're yeah. talking about death battles and you're talking about animals, you got to like, what environment? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, are you going to, is a shark going to be like flopping around yeah. on land versus like a something else? Central you know I mean? tenet to the death battle scenario. Oliver Dunn. Well, you guys, like, you're the, you know how I've got three random categories. I was trying to think of, like, what's a good way, a good way to, like, view animals or, like, to try and, like, figure out, uh, I guess, their importance when it comes to how we view them. So I had a companion category. 
And I love it because you two have described my next category, which is the nightmare category. Mm. You know, there are some animals out there that are pretty freaky deaky. Mm -hmm. And uh, my number one nightmare predator is the Komodo dragon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's just start with popularity. Uh, Kids toys, he doesn't do too uh, badly because I'll just I'll give him a few lizards. Lizard toys are in there, and because and his name is Dragon, I'm going to give him some dragon stuff. Don't forget all the kimonos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that gets a B-. minus. The T-shirts gets a C. You get some dragons on there. It's not too frequent. Tattoos, though, A. A lot of dragon tattoos. Very cool dragon, dragon tattoos. You'd know a lot about that. Yeah, okay. This guy is being very liberal with what yeah. he's calling yeah. it, giving a dragon. Like, this ain't a Komodo dragon. <laughs> Jake the Komodo dragon. Remember that? It's got a dragon in the name, so yeah, you're right, I am. The American Komodo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Logo is just a D. Uh, jungle CV is very impressive. I have got six animals that could potentially beat him, so that includes a grizzly bear and an anaconda would do quite well against mm. him. Intelligence, smart for a reptile. Just mm. like an alligator, really. Mm. Personality, uh, they're basically a villain. They yeah. have no natural predators. Extremely they aggressive. Anything that's made of meat. It's like, yeah, freaky deaky. Some special features, uh, they're venomous, so their bite is venomous. It'll like, I think it either drops or elevates the blood pressure. Either way, it's not great if you, if it happens to you. It's paralyzing. <coughs> it's the it is the world's largest lizard, and they are incredibly stealth. E stealthy? No, just stealth. Oh, okay. Like those planes. Yeah. Yeah, this one wins the kind of nightmare fuel animal. Like mm -hmm. if this popped up, mm. you'd be like, yeah, they're quite fast, eh? Yeah, like, they they can like sprint. I watched, ground, a, yeah. I watched a documentary on Komodo dragons. They're terrifying. What they do mm. is they'll like go up to a wildebeest and bite it on the ankle and then their venom paralyzes the animal. So it just, it doesn't, it bites you and then it just follows you until you stop moving yeah. from its uh, venom and then it just eats you alive. Did you come across the fact that they made a, um, so you know how there's like Homo sapien? There used to be, and there's like Neanderthal and all those sort of different, so those are all different, like um, basically like humanoid species, right? And they made uh, our sibling species, the I think it's called the Homo hobbitus or the Homo hobbiton, which was like a dwarf people in uh, maybe Southeast Asia, definitely in Southeast Asia, and they made that entire species extinct. They killed every single one of them. They ate all of them. There are like all of these remains in the Southeast Asian country. I, I want to say like it's the Philippines or somewhere around there. And um, the they found all of these remains with all of these bite marks and they like carbon dated it or whatever the fuck. And they found that Komodo dragons had killed every single one of them. They wiped out an entire species of us, like little versions of us, little Gimli's and Frodo's of us. Damn, bro. Fucking that, terrifying. That makes the Hobbit book make a lot more sense. I think they would <laughs> smell. <laughs> I think there might have been one at the Hamilton Zoo briefly or the Auckland Zoo. I'm pretty sure I've seen one in person. I know that we've had meerkats. <laughs> Are you thinking of meerkats? <laughs> nah, man. 
I'm pretty sure that the Komodo dragon was briefly in either Hamilton or Alconso. Steen, pull that up. I know Komodo dragons are in a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skyfall, right? Yeah, he drops down in the casino or whatever. Super fucked up uh, movie, that James Bond version, because of that James Bond one, because he, so uh, straight after that, he walks onto some woman's boat whom he spoke with only an hour ago. She's having a shower. He disrobes and takes all of his clothes off without talking to her and just joins her in the shower. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that, man. That's not recently acceptable. Sorry, we only have the bearded dragon in the Hamilton Zoo. There's no uh, That might be the one I'm getting mixed up with, yeah. Okay. Well, nonetheless, there's well, a if, dragon. If, yeah, if a Komodo dragon let itself go, then for sure it mm. would count as the Hamilton one. You know, um, Sean Connery, guy who used to play James Bond, openly beats women. Yeah, not good. In the James Bond movies as well. Mm. Yeah, not what? good. In his personal life, like he's yeah. he got interviewed and they're like, "So you you're a you hit women, right?" He's like, "Yeah, I believe if you yeah you, know, you strike your wife, yeah she gets Pretty out of line." Bad guy. Oh. There's a photo of Sean Connery online where he's wearing the Borat swimsuit in a movie called Zardos, which is well worth the view. Like that man's packing schmeat, and it's just like in this disgusting red mankini. Weird segue to go from beating women to the fact that he wears that, but nonetheless, that exists too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cam, what is oh your number God. two um, animal? Mine's the axolotl or the axolotl. Oh, Mexican walking fish. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican salamander. Well, yeah, I mean, any of those. Um, so. Well, no, walking fish. Well, actually, <laughs> it's, it's called uh, the Mexican salamander. Actually, it's called the Mexican walking dog, which is off the. Or walking fish dog, because axolotl is the god. Is like a fish dog god thing. You're thinking of cat dog, which is a Nickelodeon cartoon. You're thinking of cat from Victorious, the Nickelodeon show. Um, the axolotl, in terms of so, if we were talking about the alligator being an apex predator, the axolotl is kind of the exact opposite. It's a bottom feeder. Um, pause. Uh, but <laughs> it's more like it just picks up and or decom, or, you know, picks up all of the decomposing um, shit that's on the bottom of the lakes uh, and canals where you can mostly find them. Um, they also have a dance off to determine worthy mates for birthing, which I thought was strange, and not unlike you as well with your little shuffle robot hybrid, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think we. All it was on company about. time. <laughs> Um, but I thought the most interesting thing about them is their extremely complicated genome. So they have a genome or DNA strand that is 10 times larger than a human's. It has 32 billion different DNA bases. And the reason that's uh, interesting for us is because they can, much like a lot of lizards can like regenerate certain aspects of their body, they can regenerate almost all um, components of their body, including their spinal cord, their jaw, parts of their brain, parts of their heart. They are 1,000 times more resistant to cancer than uh, the human um, body. And so scientists at the moment are working and have been working for the last, I think, 20 to 30 years on trying to sequence this genome so that we could, um, once again, much like the alligator blood, chuck it in our bodies and, I mean, imagine your body just naturally regrowing its ligaments, uh, (laughs) naturally getting rid of a brain tumor, just being able to do that. Um, weirdly it can only do it five times which 
like on the one hand you're like oh well i mean that's not that impressive but also it's five times more than we can do it so like would you like five more arms just in case if you're getting five brain tumors like you should be reflecting on how you're getting like there's a point where you're like maybe i'm doing something you know it's weird that it just cuts it off at five yeah like at six it's like sorry buddy you've used all of it (laughs) your body's like so they're like best guess is that um when we like if we get a gash or something, we'll get scar tissue over. And you know how your scar tissue is like a little bit pinker and it, it, it never is like fully formed the same skin as um, the original where at like cellular, at a cellular level. Whereas the axolotl, it just completely replicates it perfectly, which is fucking insane. Like That's even so I dope. think with like a skink and stuff like that, the, the, the tails and stuff of a skink when it comes off and regrows, I think they're still distinct. Like, distinct skink you can kind of look at it and you're like ah that is still a slightly different one but this is like the exact same which is unbelievable distinct skink sounds like a um like a villain in like a kid's book (laughs) from like carrie mccleary oh stay away from distinct skink um yeah so i just thought yeah what's the other one's hercules moss as big as a horse yeah um i just thought that their potential medical upside is like yeah that's crazy that'll be Literally world-changing. I think the axolotl is so sick. My only question is you were bragging before about, like, if <laughs> if your animals were to get into a fight, they would at least take down the other one. Can you explain? It would just keep regenerating. You'd never kill it. <laughs> so you'd, like, bite it in half, and you're like, I've won. Yeah. And you're like, actually, it's a hydra. It's just gone twice. <laughs> so, you know, until unless you bite it five times, then there's a bit of a problem. Um, they're, they're like, re- a lot of people, they were in vogue a little bit for owning and um, they're actually like quite high maintenance. And so whilst they're quite weird looking and like they, I, I think as well, part of that DNA thing is that they never go beyond like their equivalent of a teenage year. So they're just permanently adolescent, like physiologically. Um, which I think is why they can regrow so quickly, but also it makes them look ridiculous. They look like dopey all the time and they're quite desirable because they're like adorably ugly, but they're pretty hard to look after. They live up to like 25 to 30 years. Um, They're carnivorous. Um, They're also cannibalistic. Um, Yeah. So you can't give it friends? Nah, you're not meant to, yeah. Or, Or actually you're meant to like, it's pretty fucked up, but I, I would listen to one thing where they said you should put two in there, wait till whichever one eats the other one, and then put another one in quickly after, and it, like, thinks it didn't eat it. <laughs> it was pretty weird. I was like, I don't know if this is a real thing. Yeah, we had uh, we had a, an axolotl in primary school. What? In our, in our classroom, and they were like, we got to feed it chicken, and they're like, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't let us watch. They're like, no, it'll disturb you. I was like... I'll be all right. Yeah. No, they're pretty crazy. Um, it's just like a Mexican salamander eating, <laughs> you know, chicken. Yeah, Mexican dogfish or yeah. walking fish or something. Yeah, yeah, axolotl is a very, very cool, very unique animal. Yeah. Just points for the name. Oh, fuck yeah. Hard to spell. Hard to spell when you're trying to Google it, that's for sure. Gun to my head, I'm dying if I have to spell that. <laughs> Give it a go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, gun to your head. What's your second animal of I'm choice? I'm glad you asked. Orca whale. Oh, hell yeah, brother. 
Okay, so straight off the bat, some some decent heartfelt like bad movies about them. You know what I mean? Like just like an easy watch, cheesy nineties movies. Everyone loves. Um, a misunderstood animal, severely misunderstood. Um, got a lot of cruelty has happened to this animal as well. People, you know, I mean, putting them in, essentially like putting a goldfish in a cup, is like putting orca whales in mm. like sea land and stuff like that, and then just like making them swim around in a pool. They go insane. Mm. Um, they're apex predators, but unlike land animals, where you could be like on an island and you're like, oh, I'm an apex predator here. It's like, yeah, because there's no one around you. Being an apex predator in the sea is impressive. You're with every other sea animal. Mm. Um, they hunt great white sharks. They can destroy great whites 1v1. Then also, they don't roll 1v1. They roll in teams. Yeah, true. They have the second best strategy for killing, only second to humans. So... In all of creation, they're the second best killers. Um, they hunt other whales. They can successfully take out stingrays without getting taken Still out by the barb. One will like pick it up by its barb and hold it sideways, and another one will come and just like rip its head off. Um, yeah, I mean, just like also majestic. Mm. Been on a lot of blankets in two and five dollar shops. <laughs> You've probably seen over the years. <laughs> Um, like holographic 3D mouse pads and shit. Yeah, yeah, like star, like stars in the background. Yeah, yeah bro. Orca whales are dope. Been on a lot of Spotify sleeping playlists as well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they do a pretty good job of discerning like between? seals and humans so like they don't actually tend to kill that many humans they they ne like never kill humans yeah. in that uh, it's sharks that get confused oh is that a human <laughs> just like um man shout out for orca whales just for not killing us man yeah straight up i think um, like almost all instances of an orca killing a human is uh at an aquatic sea park yeah it's literally you you put it in jail yeah, you've tortured and it's it. like I'm going to kill you. Aren't they this super intelligent? Oh, yeah. Right? They get so, like, they're so depressed when they get put in those things that they just, like, stop, they stop eating. Mm -hmm. They'll, like, try and commit suicide. I think they have different dialects. I, I always get orca. An orca whale is, like, technically a dolphin, right? Or something like that. No, I believe it is a whale. It is a whale. Yeah. Okay. So I think they're, like, I'm pretty sure they have different accents and dialects depending on what regions of the world they're yeah. from as there's well. Like a, there's a specific type <coughs> in um, close to North America and they will only eat salmon. Mm -hmm. They're like going extinct because they'll only eat salmon and then the salmon breeding grounds have got fucked up by like people. Mm -hmm. And so the salmon aren't coming and they're like, guess we don't know how to eat anything else. Fuck. It's crazy. Yeah, or orca whales are like a sensational blend of beauty and just terrifying fucking force. If yeah. For us, we get to just kind of, I, I suppose we respect the like the killing ability uh, and we can like really admire the beauty. Whereas if you're just another animal, you would just be so piss pants scared of them at all times. It's like a sleeping giant. Just, whenever just it a wants. beast. Only whale with teeth. What's wild as well is that like... That kind of animal, it is, like, so large 
and it's not as encumbered by its size in mm. terms of its speed. Like it's yeah. still able to just cover ground, which is mm. fucking terrifying. It's got endurance. Yeah, that's crazy. They'll like, they'll like make waves with their tails and like flip seals off ice caps and, and just like terrifying. Ugh. Black and white, also very sleek, very nice look to an animal. Stealth, cool. Yeah, I wonder how many calories they consume per day. Like, if you think about the average person consumes about, like, 1,800 calories. Probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe a lot. Somewhere more than 1,800. Eating, just straight eating, like, leopard seals. And yeah. One foul swoop. Don't have to cook it or anything as well. How crazy must your digestive digestive system be if you just got to... Guys, I have a paid ad. Someone approached me with just basically a bag of money. Well, it was like a bag with a dollar sign on it. I haven't opened it, but I assume there's money in it. So is it okay if I read out an ad to you guys? I guess so, bro. Are you going to do it anyway? Yeah. How's the money being distributed? We'll talk about that later. Thrifty Drops is the newest in a long lineage of Instagram pages peddling vintage garments. But this one has a rather large point of difference. It's run by our sister. So, you know, unless you want our sister to starve, please go visit Thrifty Drops. Yeah, if you don't buy from this page, you're going on record saying you hate women mm. and you are for what violence against you women. You may as well be Sean Connery. Yeah, you're pro Sean Connery yeah. in a man bikini. Yeah. Just so a bikini. go buy her clothes. Yeah. Please. Are they her clothes? It's a mixed bag. It's, yeah, just go Much buy like the, the money, clothes. right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe she just gave me old clothes. Monopoly money and old clothes. It's a really cool page. She does great edits. And and the prices are pretty sick. So do yourself a flavor and check it out. Let's go. My third character, is, uh, sorry, category is the Pokemon category. Oh, yeah. And what, what, any guesses as to what animal in the world looks most like a Pokemon? Is heaps. Ekans. What's an axolotl? I have an axolotl. Um, let's go through popularity. Children's toys, B minus, pretty uncommon but exceedingly cute. Teenager shirts, it's a D, uncommon. Adult tattoos, D, uncommon. <laughs> and logos, D, uncommon. It doesn't do well for popularity. So it fails your own system. <laughs> yeah, but that's just for popularity, man. Relax, I just had to put it through. Yeah, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> Jungle CV. <laughs> what animals could kill it most? It's endangered. <laughs> Here's where it gets good, though. Intelligence, they can count to three. Probably not that many animals that could count to three. So that's pretty good. I mean, monkeys, parrots, dolphins, yeah, anything with high intelligence. Dogs, ravens. I think. Yeah, but you're out of all the animals in the world, you're sorry. Going, none of them look like p Pokemon or some shit. Is that your argument? Well, you're just picking the smartest ones. It's 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 in good company, and you're naming its company. Do you want me to interject here real fast with uh, how axolotls defend themselves? Oh yeah, please. So um, they hide under a rock. <laughs> Genius. That's it. Um, they have no other defense mechanism, and uh, yeah, they just make use of their gills uh, to protrude themselves extremely. Strange, apparently. That's what yeah. I've read. And, and you know what that says, folks? It's okay to walk away from a fight. <laughs> I guess if I'm... Because these are very intelligent beings. Yeah. You can count to three. They're, up, they're above it. Yeah. 
if I'm putting them into uh, the Pokemon category, I guess they are the Magikarp of um, mm. Pokemon. Personality, they tend to be fairly bold, I've heard, which is pretty cool. Um, I know they're high maintenance, but the, apparently their personality is pretty rewarding. Like, they're pretty little strange fellas. So if you do have them as a pet, <coughs> they're, they're pretty interesting. You can't touch them, though. No. Yeah, well, just like fish, you can't touch them, yeah. Yeah, so. Special features, like Cam talked to, they can regenerate parts of their body. It's very cool. They also have this thing, neoteny, which is um, kind of what you were describing as well, where you take juvenile features into your adulthood. So it's not as common with animals, but it's super common with humans. So like the fact that we remain hairless is like a thing that we keep from babies. We also um, don't grow a penis bone. So that's cool. Do they? Do they not grow a penis bone either? uh, I'm not too sure, but a lot of animals do. For example, in my research, when I saw that we don't grow penis bones, I went, well, what's the deal with penis bones? Yeah. So I found pictures of it, and it's just like a bone that grows and helps with um, keeping the penis erect, uh, you know. for Is it permanently painting. erect then? No, but it's just like, I guess it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's like a coat hanger keeping your, yeah, and it can just. Oh, so it's more like a lever. It possibly. Maybe like a hinge. I looked at, like, it kind of is, um, I think it kind of lays within the penis, uh, and it's a bit denser, but it might be able to bend a bit. Shout out penis bones. I saw a raccoon penis bone online, and it is like uh, it looks like an earthworm. It's pretty you fun. Is that on your work Google account? Thousand. <laughs> it's on my work Google. Yeah, it's just like talk. NFT. <laughs> and this pit goes so hard. Uh, the last special feature is they don't have eyelids. Uh, yeah. So fantastic pick for a steering contest. And they're always smiling. Yeah, <laughs> they're just faces it perpetually a smile. Very dopey. How do how do they fall asleep? Just. Uh, maybe they don't. <coughs> I think a lot of fish have this sort of like, um, whilst they don't formally have eyelids, they kind of have this protective screen over their eyes that is almost like a clear eyelid. So a lot of them will sleep with their eyes still open. And so that's a way to sort of ward off predators because you know how their eyes are like that because they're always looking around. Right. And I think that's similar to them. So they'll have like a, almost like a f- mucus fluid sort of thing that is just a, just there. Potentially another very exciting technology we might steal from axolotls in the future. We just don't have to blink. Mm. You know, it becomes like illegal in like steering contests in like 2049. Gandalf sleeps with his eyes open. gel. (laughs) Possible. Um, Just think about it. I'm not sure if this is... uh, I remember watching something on them and I'm not sure if this is true, but like there was this guy who he used to write a whole bunch of shit around like metamorphoses and he was very like metaphysical the way he'd talk about things. His name is completely Kafka, Franz Kafka. And um, he, I think, wrote like this short story around this guy owned an axolotl and he would wake up and every day I'd be like, man, the axolotl just looks so smart, uh, happy and like content with life. And I wish I could be an axolotl and every day and he hated his job and it's all about like the mundanity of a human nine to five. And then eventually he, like one day he just magically turns into an axolotl and he's like, fuck, this is shit and kills himself. <laughs> it's like, wow, I mean, that's awesome story. Grass is always greener. Yeah. Weird that you bring up the uh, axolotl suicide story while talking about my axolotl pick, but it was pretty zipped lips while you were uh, passing the axolotl bill through before. Huh? Trying to remember what his name was. 
<laughs> All right, Cam. What is your number one? It's the honeybee, bro. Oh. oh. It's the honeybee. Oh. Yeah. That's a good pick. I yeah. wasn't expecting that from you. Oh. I was expecting the honey badger from this guy. Yeah, I thought you were going to say honey badger. Honey badger. Oh, hey. Oh, uh, yeah, the honeybee. Um, the honeybee is, as we all know, like the most responsible for pollination of all plants around the world. Um, it is also responsible for an estimated $45 billion worth of the U.S. economy <laughs> through its pollination. Like if honeybees didn't exist, then almonds wouldn't exist. Um, in China, there are... Didn't you do uh, No Nut November? <coughs> Yeah, no, no cashews, no pistachios, That's tough, no almonds. Man. Yeah, I had to whack off every day just to like keep my mind clear enough to not have them. <laughs> um, but I there is a there's multiple regions in China where um like bees have just been eradicated due to pesticides, and so uh, they employ workers to climb up pear trees and like manually brush the pollen of pears to then continue to grow these crops. And I was just like, fuck, that would be a god-awful job. And the bee happily does it. Um, once again, the... So honey, which is produced by the honeybee, um, is once again an antioxidant. It's antiviral. There is evidence to suggest that it could be um, an immuno... I think like it's got an, immune, uh, an immunization factor against cancer. Um, and once again, there's a lot of, whilst there's like at the moment, honey's kind of a homeopathic remedy. Um, there are, as, there is a lot of research and there was recently research, which came out of nature, which is like the biggest publication in the world for this sort of thing, um, which said that, yeah, it, it could very possibly be a viable solution to cancer. Um, beeswax wraps as well are now being used as a viable alternative and a more sustainable alternative than cling film. Um, we also have the hexagon as an engineering structure, was largely credited from bees. Um, what are they called? Hot beehives. Um, and the hexagon is widely considered as engineering's like um, most efficient and stable sort of structure due to its ability to have the most size and the least waste of space. Um, just because of like its shape is obviously similar to a circle, but it still has more structural integrity. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, there's currently farms in Kenya which um, are getting like absolutely fucked over by um, elephants like trampling all of these crops because overpopulation of humans is a bit of a problem. And so these elephants are kind of like treading on this land, which, you know, it's not their fault. Um, and so they had to come up with a peaceful solution. Elephants are terrified of bees. So they created these beehive fences, which is currently um, circulating 86 separate farms. And these beehive fences is just exactly what it sounds like, a whole bunch of beehives on the signposts. Rather than having fencing, it's just beehives, and these bees just go all around almost like a bouncer, and elephants like see that, turn around, and fucking run the opposite direction, which is just insane. Yeah, elephants wreck shit Yeah, in Africa. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't the honeybee responsible for that Wiz Khalifa song? Black and yellow? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. It was also in B-movie, the Jerry Seinfeld magnum opus. Do you like jazz? And uh, also... Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) And also their um, honey is an excellent biomarker for the state of pollution in the world because it's so... Like, we have technology that basically identifies how pure it is and its purity is directly regulated by how much pollution is in the atmosphere. People will steal your bees in New Zealand. 
Because mm. Manuka honeybees are so valuable. So valuable. When was the last time you guys got stung by a bee? Uh, actually, years ago. I'm going to go maybe like seven years ago. Isn't it interesting that pretty much every single person, at least probably in New Zealand, because that's all I can speak to, gets stung by a bee at some point in their life, and it's almost like a life marker. It's like a little memory that like you can just drop into your life and everybody shares that like everyone's been stung by a bee shout out to bees man just teaching life lessons as well like killing themselves to be like wear jandals did you know the um like most efficient remedy for a bee sting is toothpaste really yeah because toothpaste is an alkaline and um bees venom is an acid and so an acid and alkaline you put them together and it neutralizes it and so it comes a base so you use that as a paste on it it's also, toothpaste is also really good for cleaning your car um, headlights. Fun fact. Um, I've done that before. And also around the bee. Bees. I don't fucking know, man. Bees can sniff explosives and landmines. <laughs> and they're being used in the Middle East to identify where there's like landmines where we don't know about them. Like latent landmines. They can smell them. <laughs> I don't know, bro. The B is super OP. You've laid out a pretty compelling case. Uh, my only kind of massive, huge pushback is uh, my cat got stung by a bee last week. What the fuck? It's just a kitten. Mm. So what have you got to say about that? It doesn't have a moral compass, bro. It mm. is the moral compass. You know? Think about basic utilitarianism. One one cat gets stung versus one billion bees identify that the world is going to end. That's you know that's the classic trolley problem. Mm. It's the bumblebee effect, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. Where when a bumblebee flaps, flaps its, its wings. wings and then takes a shit on a hippo and then the hippo causes a tsunami. Yeah, I don't know, bro. My dick is too hard for shit like that. <laughs> um, it's got penis bone. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> and it's got penis bone. All right, Liam. What's better than a a honeybee. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just say it. You guys got me fucked up. You didn't pick this shit. Um, <laughs> dogs are easily the best. I hold it down for you to the maximum. Like, I don't... There is no animal that c- even comes close. The only dog that has a job... No other animals have a job. Jo- dogs have multiple jobs over multiple different fields. But you do got you do got bumblebees fucking hustling yeah. in the Middle East. No, but they're not they're not actively like working. <laughs> they're making honey. Dogs are se- seeing. <laughs> they're honey. literally called worker bees. That's no, well, literally on. what they're called. Oh uh, yeah, they don't work for humans. Although they don't. <laughs> no, but they don't. No, they don't work to. for humans. Oh, they work right. for their own. Yeah, brain. I get you right. Like a a dog could be like a seeing eye dog. Like how we work for other people, dogs work for us. Right. Whereas technically bees might be unpaid labor. Dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah big time. Yeah. Isn't that what the bee movie's about? Literally, <laughs> slavery. Yeah. Um, dogs can be your your eyes, your ears. Um, they can literally smell when people are gonna have seizures and prevent, like, so you can take preventative action. They can transport you, like, sled dogs. They can sniff out bombs, drugs, and they're safe around babies, depending on obviously the training of the dog and stuff like mm. that. And they were originally, um, what do you call it? Domesticated to protect people's food crops from other people and animals. Um, what kind of animals? You know, I mean, anything that would steal your food. Like feral cats. Cats, dogs, like 
deers, shit like that. Cool. Um, literally, um, man's ponies. Best friend. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> ponies. Oh yeah, I forgot. They're in the police. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, dogs go all the way up. And, but I think bees are because in a police operation, it's called a sting. <laughs> Genius. There um, are there are police horses, and I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they like felt bad and <laughs> yeah. did a police pony somewhere along the but way. But a but a police horse doesn't know it is a police horse. It's just like I'm just I'm just a horse, and I just give people rides. I mean, do any of us know that like existentially what we are? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> how do you know you are? Well, I mean, just like the just way the way you make a horse <laughs> accept you to ride it is you have to break it in. Yeah, a dog will happily, willingly be like, yeah, what are we doing? Okay, but you still have to break it in technically with like puppy obedience and then police academy and things like that. Yeah, just like you would have to train for a job. Yeah, same thing with a horse, I guess. No, not at all. <laughs> it's like, I get off me. I don't want you riding me. And you literally just force it into submission. That's how you break a horse in. Okay. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> um... And most importantly, they will literally protect you with their life. They'll kill someone else for you or sacrifice themselves trying to just protect you. Man's best friend. Fun fact, the um, U.S. Army um, spends, like, a lot of money. They get titanium caps for army dogs' teeth, and then you just send it into a enemy base, and it'll rip some throats for you. This guy's played Call of Duty before. Huh? Attack dogs? Yeah. <laughs> Dogs are kind of the perfect combination of like uh, obedience or loyalty and intelligence, right? Like uh, you might have an animal that's supremely loyal, but it's not intelligent enough to discern when it needs to do that stuff. Like if you think about like a drug sniffing dog, there's lots of animals that can sniff and identify narcotics, but it's like we need one that is smart enough to identify it, loyal enough that it doesn't fucking lose its mind and does the thing we then would like. It's a pretty much perfect like an if-then sort of animal. Also like as capable of performing actions like parrots are really smart but the fuck's a parrot gonna do <laughs> can lift up like a little stone or something like that a Parr- dog can like chase someone down or like you know what i mean my only problem or question is like if let's say if it went up against the next lol it'd eat it whole <laughs> no like, let's say let's say like it went to like some kind of animal conference and all these animals are cupping it up, right? Let's just say they could chat and they're not going to kill each other. And they were like describing what they largely do. And like a Komodo dragon was chatting to a dog and the dragon was like, what do you like? What do you mostly do? I do this for the humans. I do that for the humans. I, oh, I'll die for a human. And the dragon, I'm just saying. I'll stop you right there, bro. I'll stop you right there. I'll stop you right there, bro. I'll stop you right there. Um, the Komodo dragon's like, bro, you've got it so good. You get free food, you have free shelter, you never have to worry about this shit. How do I do that? And he goes, sorry, bro, you're too busy uh, eating, murdering people, <laughs> wiping out whole races of people. The, the the thing that a dog would really do at the conference, though, it seems like, is another animal would give a keynote speech and go, I agree with what that guy says. And then, like, another animal would be up and he'd be like, he makes a good point, too. He's just like, he's just going to follow whoever talks. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. Just a friendly kind of animal. They know? um they can track trace back the first ever um what are they called German Shepherd and its name is Horace von Grafrath. 
is the first ever German Shepherd. Dope. Uh, which is unbelievable. And I was listening to a uh, thing around the French Bulldog. So the French Bulldog is the second most popular dog in America at the moment. Um, they're, in terms of practicality, absolutely disastrous. They have um, like terrible spinal cord. They got massive issues with their hind legs. Um, they're just not doing it uh, they have pretty like much. Problems from being inbred, eh? Yeah, and they were bred predominantly. I think the original bulldog, and that's why it's called a bulldog, is it was branch, uh, bred by the Spanish because they just fucking hate bulls. And they used to um, tie down a bull. They would snap its legs, tie it down, and then they would bet on which dog would eat the bull the fastest and the most. And that's why the bulldog has like a really pushed up snout so it can get into these all these nooks and crannies of the bull. Absolutely fucked up. Um, yeah, it's also right. why its paws are like that, so it's kind of pigeon-toed so that it can rip. It's fucked. Uh, but anyway, so the, the French Bulldog is like the second most popular. They go between uh, three to $9,000. Um, currently, dog theft is massive for them because the average bank robbery is 6500 American dollars. So people make more money raxing a dog than they do robbing a bank. Rhodesian Ridgebacks bred to hunt oh, lions in huge. Africa. Huge. They're fucking ginormous, eh? Sausage dogs bred to um, eat sausages, <laughs> low to the ground, can just pick them up, no problems. How about the Tibetan Mastiff? Just like oh, the closest thing massive. to a bear just that huge. we've got, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, dogs are cool. Shout out dogs. Yeah, obviously. There's best. so many different dogs, and I guess they fulfill like so many different functions. You do have to wonder if... It almost seems like the dog and the human is inextricably linked. If you remove the human, would the dog thrive in the world? I guess that's in the problem way. with domesticated animals, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Domesticated animals are just animals that are too cute to eat. Mind you, we still get wild dogs. We get wild cats, and it's not like they just fall over and die. Dingo there are African um, prairie dogs. They're very successful at hunting out in the wild. Yeah. Um, so much so that African tribes people... if they catch them, they'll put a bell around their neck so that they don't sneak up on because they're completely silent. They sneak up on you and just kill you. So that people that try and catch them put a bell on them. So <coughs> to give other people chances to not get killed by them. Which is, dog. Wouldn't you just kill them if they're killing people? Oh no, bro, circle of life. You gotta respect <laughs> nature. <laughs> is a coyote a dog? It's a strip club in Hamilton, I think. <laughs> No, was it even a strip club? I think it was just a It was a club. club. It was a club. It was the hood before the hood, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is a coyote a dog? I believe it's somewhere between a dog and a wolf. Right. And a fox. What about a Tasmanian devil? Not real. Uh, that, no, I think it is. No, it is. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not, not Taz, not like... Cartoon character? Um, I, uh, isn't there like a, a theory that dogs were basically invented because wolves like hung around for too long around humans and humans like just they just kept hanging around us and we were like fuck all right yeah come on in like the water's warm come on in that was uh i think that was on cosmos maybe neil degrasse tyson certified piece of shit <laughs> fuck that dude well 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 there we have it i guess the table's been set and uh now we invite um the producer to for i guess dinner of have dog. his fill yeah well, thanks, guys. This was a bit of a tough one here. Um, I did have to take Oliver's sort of chart from the beginning to sort of figure out best animal because it's quite a difficult one. It's quite a broad subject. So going with our top three, of course, uh, I'll go through the list of some things I've written down here. So, of course, 
an uh, intelligence, actually. The bee seems to be the most intelligent compared to a dog because a dog needs to be trained. Or a bee naturally shows relation and emotion. That, that's what it's been written here. Okay. Uh, I've also got that dogs, of course, are the most popular. Uh, secondary is bees. And then third is... Uh, yeah. Uh, axolotl. Yeah, axolotls. Sorry. Axolotl. They are, however, extremely popular in the game Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. that's right. Uh, which which has pretty much made them fifth in this sort of chart I've got here. Oh, wow. What <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Uh, yeah. Next, we've got dogs win in amount of tattoos. Bees come in second place. Unfortunately, axolotls come in third for that. <laughs> uh, for logos, dogs win again. Uh, it's actually really close because I've looked at bees actually really commonly used in honey logos and there are many, many, many small companies that make honey in different countries such as New Zealand. We have a lot of uh, small businesses for honey. So unfortunately, axolotls come third place again. It's not looking good. <laughs> well, axolotl wasn't my top animal, just, remi- just reminding you. Uh, yep. There was no order to Yeah, there was none. Yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah. I've taken <laughs> them just the last one. Oh, you just think that's the best pick? Yeah, well, from, from your best. I, uh, okay. I would put uh, alligator, unfortunately, down the bottom uh, because every time I searched up alligator or any reference to alligator, crocodile seems to replace the word alligator and is the most commonly known animal because of its... its uh, the amount of people who have died to crocodiles is a lot more than alligators. Uh, yeah, it's a strange fact. They're really? larger. They're bigger. Uh, yeah. The African they're larger. crocodiles like far larger than alligators. Right. And they seem to beat uh, alligators all the time. Crocodiles would win outright due to their size and power. But they're relatively really? similar animals. Yeah. Oh. I okay. guess you get the blood, but... I do get crocs. blood. Yeah, yeah, that is... I, I think it's got more like... Abilities. Yeah, it's got more interesting features. Right, right. I have learnt quite a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, this has been a very informative day for me. <laughs> I've come in here and uh, I've just been educated on a bunch of animals. Sorry, sorry, I'll let you keep. I'll let you get no, back no, it's to fine, your it's fine. Uh, orca whale. Uh, I didn't know where to place that, but it was an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. I, I wanted to put it on the most deadly. However, I've for yours. You, you said outright dogs, so I've put dogs as your top animal. Um, and ponies actually came in really close to being better than axolotls. However, due to the game Minecraft, of course, axolotls win in popular an animal uh, and to get to it all to sort of finish it up the winner of this episode is dogs second place would be bees due to the importance of bees on the environment and third place unfortunately Oliver sorry to win the cup today would be axolotls so if bees all died what would happen to all those dogs we would uh, the world would fall apart and fight what dogs all die I'll tell you what we would do we'd have Chinese people brushing poetry <laughs> And the world would keep spinning, bro. <laughs> okay, interesting. I would love to know what formula you've got back there because that was a very circuitous, that was like some yeah, algebra. It was, a, it, was a, <laughs> it was like when Zach Galifianakis is counting cards in the hangover. It was just like numbers everywhere. Throughout the whole thing, I was going to go like A, C, D, you know, yeah. S tier. However, you guys just kept shooting out too many points and I was like, I can't keep up. Yeah, I was we like, do oh ask my a God. lot of you. And we, I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just have to list them as I go. But if there's any pushback, I'll, uh, I'll take any pushback right now. Nah, man. I got no problem with... Uh, um, yeah, this is this is like a poor effort on my behalf. So I'd, I'd, oh, I'd take role. a third. I take a third. This is like a preseason game. Yeah, yeah. We're just warming up. I think the thing with the dog, right, is that it has so many heartstrings yeah. that are tugged at that it's pretty hard to 
you know. There's so many breeds of dogs as well. Yeah. So many. Yeah. It has like too many. A lot of fantastic features. Like if it was just like if you were trying to decide between like a Samsung and an iPhone and you just saw the charts and it was like a bee and a dog and there's just like the list of features with dogs and like how much they overlap just yeah. with like our everyday lives. Even and though Samsung's like process is faster and stuff. I mean also yeah, in the actually that's a great yeah. In the jungle C V you said, which was your um, fighting. Yeah. Dogs went out right from the top three that I've just picked for you guys. Uh, however, if there was a killer whale, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah. It's net it's in the name, isn't it? You could actually probably drop a bee into the ocean <laughs> and it just would die straight away. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about the local <laughs> whale, bro. Because <laughs> he is drowning. Well, um, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Congratulations to Liam, who has won himself a Nexus uh, branded coffee mug, which is very cool, and a little chocolate bar, which uh, I heard he's going to share with us. So His dog. Cool. Oh. Um, yeah. Don't feed your dog that chocolate. It'll do you die. have a dog? I do not. I want one. Disqualified. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I recall a couple of episodes ago, yeah. you just borrow a dog for best date. Yeah. Obviously. This after dude, stealing a bar, he's probably, the dude is just piecing together you everything. You going on a first date after this? <laughs> this guy holds it down for dogs every episode. Straight yeah. up, yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks, everyone, for a, another fantastic episode of I'm Hanks and in Tanks. love with you guys. Oh, too actually i'm in love with me I'm i still want to kind of see other people i mean i still hang out with you guys it's just you know yeah, yeah no you're fucking dead to me <laughs> anyway thanks heaps guys and uh we'll see you next week loved ones